festering world of opinions. There's yours, theirs, and ours. Welcome to the Twisted Pair Podcast. Here, you'll get it straight and twisted. You can trust us. We're professionals. Thank you. Thank you very We're back much. Again. We're it's, back. It's just hard to believe, man. We we get a great audience every single week here for the, the Twisted Pair. That's right. The best money can buy. <laughs> best audience ever. Welcome, welcome, everybody. It's the Twisted Pair again. My name is Dana Williams. I am Tony Morgan. I bet you thought we were have been gone for a while. We have, we're back. We have been gone for a little while, but uh, you know what? It's just because we've been a little busy. We've been we've we've had a little bit, things a little bit busy. Been been doing some rehearsing and been on the road and this and that. And you know what? This week's title, this week's episode of the Twisted Pair is should be interesting. It's going to be interesting because it's how we what we live by. That's absolutely the truth. It's what we live. The by. title this week is planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Did you ever see that movie? I did. John Candy, yeah, God. Now I got to watch it again because I don't Steve remember Martin, much about it. John yep. Candy, my goodness. Planes. It's all about travel today. It's and hey, that is something that we are experts on. Boy, we've been doing it for. I've been doing <laughs> it since I was eighteen years old, man, <laughs> and just all there is to it. You know, we're experts on pretty much anything we talk about, but today because we're professional. That's right. But today we're particular experts because we actually live it. <laughs> <laughs> and when you live something. Let me tell you, you get good at it. <laughs> you do, don't you? You, you get good at it. And now, I know we, we're talking about planes, trains, and automobiles. A lot of us, uh, a lot of our travel is bus also. Uh, we do a lot of bus travel. We do a lot of airplane travel. And we've done a little of train travel. I've never done any train travel for business. I've done train travel for pleasure. Getting a train and ride. I've ridden across Canada. Remember when we was in Korea? Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a a bullet train. We were on a 200-mile-an-hour train. Yeah, now that was cool. (laughs) Now that was some... some, Let me tell you something. We were in in Korea like in 2006, and we was over for about 10 days. And uh, we went from Seoul to somewhere, and I don't remember where we went that day. Of course, we come back... We come back to Seoul, of course. But uh, you got to turn that phone off, man. I don't know what easy I do. I mean, man, turn that thing to vibrate. But we went from Seoul and made a big trip that day, running about 200 miles an hour. They had a digital speedometer for everybody to see. You remember that? I took movies of it. Yeah. I've got it. And I got to admit, we were going through tunnels and uh, out in the middle of absolute nowhere tunnels and all we were in a tunnel for like 10 minutes had the best cell service i've ever heard in my life that whole trip was planes trains and automobiles it was wasn't it the whole thing was um and you know we found out why they have such good cell service over in korea and uh they and this it's a little nugget for you you know um united states they put their you know they put their money in a wired infrastructure early on and korea put their money in a wireless infrastructure so they got better wireless than we do. Boy. So. They certainly did. And you know what? far as that train, I mean, that was an experience, and it was uh, kind of fun. I mean, I've never 
seen anything so smooth. People up walking around, and girl was uh, was serving drinks and all this stuff. And you look up, and you're running 195 miles an hour, 203 <laughs> miles an hour. It was unbelievable. It was cool, and it was smooth, man. Yeah, it it just, good way to good way to to see see Korea that way. Yeah, it really was. Uh, so far as a lot of train travel, other than that, you know, I haven't really had a whole lot of train travel now bus travel, bus travel is a whole nother world. I've wore, I've, I've wore out about uh, four or five buses. Wore I'm straight down to the nub. <laughs> I mean, down to the, down to the rubber, you know, uh, bus, you know, a lot of people don't understand about bus travel, but you know, since we. You know, we, we travel around on a, on a tour bus that's designed to, you know, our sleep's 12 people. You know, early on, you know, we, we had different types of buses. But this one, you know, sleep's 12 people. we got a front lounge and a back lounge and a galley and, and uh, you know, a sleeping birthing area, you might want to call it, in the middle of the bus. couple TVs. Yeah, and TVs. And DVDs and uh, satellite TV where, you know, you can get the uh, nowadays, you know. Which probably everybody knows this. There's tracking uh, uh, DV, uh, tracking television where you can get direct TV or whatever. And yeah, that's how we keep watch up television. with our programs. Yeah, with our programs. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, it's pretty much, you know, uh, there's not a whole lot of glamour involved. No, I know? mean, a lot of people think, and everything does not run smoothly all the time. There's lots of things that go wrong, you know, with, uh, you know, travel around the bus, things go wrong. Uh, mechanically wise, we've, we've sat on the side of the road lots of times. Lots of times. I mean, Wait, lots of times. Waiting on a ride or a part or a whole nother bus to show up or, you know, we sat last year uh, for weather, I believe it was. We got, we were, where were we going? Last year. We were going somewhere like like ten hours away, and we left at midnight, and we got about oh sixty miles up the road, and the interstate stopped. Oh yeah, I remember that. The interstate stopped. Yeah, we just sit there for about and ten hours. We sat there literally ten straight hours, uh, and just sat. I mean, and they just finally come over to the CB radio and just told everybody, hey, man, might as well park it because uh, no one, they've closed the interstate. No one's going anywhere till in the morning. Right. And we got some good sleep that night. Good still <laughs> sleep. Good still. And then we had a full day of riding. Of riding, yeah. <laughs> <to do. laughs> you know, a lot of times we travel, um, you know, this a lot of times um, we go to Canada during the wintertime. Now, there's just something wrong with that, just saying that. Just saying. We go to Canada a lot right in January or February. We did last year and maybe even the year before that. This year we did not do that. So the stars aligned correctly, and we did southern stuff this year. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. We just, uh, like I said, like Dana just said, we have gotten out of rehearsals, and uh, where we rehearsed at was over there where uh, Lone Star uh, has a place and uh, uh, Richie with the band, Lone Star, the band Lone Star, yeah, the, the band Lone Star. Richie said that he they they went to Canada for us this year. They just got <laughs> back, so they did it for us this year. Uh, so that's a good. Well, thing. we've done it several times, and uh, you know what? Uh, those folks, uh, 
they're great up there, man, especially in the wintertime. But let me tell you, it it gets uh, dangerously cold up there. Of course, they're used to it, and they just rock on. Well, I don't bother. know. You know, back in the early days, you know, we did a – we did a tour up there with Sawyer Brown, you know, way back when. And, you know, we was up there for, uh, I don't know, maybe a month, something like that. But anytime yeah. you get a warning to where, or you step outside and your nostril hairs start to freeze, <laughs> it's cold, man. Yeah, it's, it's got some cold weather. It's cold. And you can't expose your skin outside for any more than a few minutes because it's going to freeze. That's cold. Well, now, on that trip that you're talking about, you know, we come out after uh, a show up there, and we're everybody is heading to the next show the next day. And uh, Diamond Rio at that time had two buses, and Sawyer Brown had two buses at that time. And we came out, and it was so cold that our driver, one of our drivers, had pulled the, the emergency brake or you know, the parking brake on the bus, which is a no, no, which is a no, no in, in the winter cold weather. Uh, drivers should know that you don't do that in cold weather, but he did it anyway. And when we came out that night to leave after the show, the brakes had frozen to the wheels, right? And they had to come out there. We had to get somebody to come out with a torch to cut those brakes off, which, that made that bus uh, can't run that bus for for the night. Well, Sawyer Brown went over to one of their buses, and the computer, it was so cold that the computer in the bus froze up, which, you know, nowadays, computers run everything. So that bus was out of service. So we had to... We had we had one good bus, and Sawyer Brown had one good bus, so we all piled on these two buses both bands and crews and off we went <laughs> to the next show so, uh, something you got to do that's that's part of that glamorous travel right that, that nobody knows about. about yeah but you know what that happens uh it's just part of it you know and uh going from place to place nowadays we're all pulling trailers right and we have trailers they have flat tires and uh, it's just, uh, and nobody is immune from it. It happens to everybody, everybody. Isn't that uh, the truth? Does it make any difference? What, what stature you're at? You're going to have, you're going to have travel problems. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it is. And, uh, it doesn't make it when it's happening. It certainly doesn't make it, uh, any better whatsoever. We, we even have had things where we fly to a place a casino send a big van for us all to pick us up at the airport to take us to the hotel. We get in sight, almost in sight of the hotel, and the van break down. Yeah, I, I remember that trip. <laughs> remember I, we were we were riding right together on, on that that yeah. crazy trip, and the van broke down, and we're sitting, so we're standing outside, just kind of wandering through the dark desert <laughs> right that was actually in laughlin nevada oh my god we could see the hotel but we couldn't get to it <laughs> so oh well just it just happens travel happens like that and then that brings us to airplane travel now airplane travel is a whole nother beast it is it's unbelievable hey it's 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 regional too uh, you know you travel up on the eastern seaboard 
you know, anything, you know, anything happens in Atlanta, anything happens in Chicago, anything happens, you know, up in New York. And that, that affects half the country. Golly. Uh, you know, if Atlanta, if Atlanta is messed up, everywhere is messed up since everything goes through Atlanta just about. They'll delay or cancel a flight on you in a heartbeat, and they don't care whether you have a connection or not, buddy. They, uh, they schedule these things where your connections are tight. They're tight if everything goes right. If yeah. They're tight. It's all you can do to get to the next gate. Anybody that's flown has, knows all about that, you know. Um, and nowadays, we got this TSA, you know, um, issue with our security and all this which hey i'm all for security and and uh whatever you need to scan scan whatever you need to see look at it i don't care but i do have an issue with let's just think about this i do have an issue with airports and a couple of things for one all of the tsa is not consistent uh, no, you go to one airport and they say, okay, oh, you don't have to take that out and blah, da, 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 da. You go to another airport and they make you take, dis- disassemble everything. Well, this is our nation's security. Why isn't it uh, the same everywhere you go? Yeah. Uniform policy. They're, yeah. But I believe you go to like a, you know, a real, real small regional airport where those guys don't get to do very much. I think they, uh, maybe they, they practice a little bit. (laughs) Oh man. You know, I got nothing to hide. Ain't none of us have anything, anything to hide. So I'm all for it. You know, when, whether you go through the metal detector or whether you go through the scanner where you put your hands up and stand there, Hey, what can can they see in that scanner? Can they see your unmentionables? See your butt. If they can, I certainly wouldn't want that gig. <laughs> I don't know what they can see, what they can't see. Uh, I, don't, anyway. I don't care, man. I don't worry about it. Have at it, dude. You know, but uh, another part that really gets on me a little bit, and I just don't think about it, but just because you're a child, I don't know what it is, three years and, and younger, they don't have to take their shoes off. Just because you're, I don't know if it's 65 or 70 years old, just because you're older, okay, you don't have to take your shoes off either. Wait a minute. So so you're saying that you got to be 65, between 4 and 65, you're a terrorist. But if you're older than that or younger than that, oh, well, then you're fine. And then sometimes randomly, you might get random TSA pre-approved. Yeah. And now you're okay. You're okay, too. But last week, you weren't. I mean, none of that makes sense to me. I mean, just because you're older, you don't have to take your shoes off? Are you serious? Or you can pay $100 and you're okay all the time. Well, I'm (laughs) assuming that there's a a background check. Yeah, probably background. And and there's all that good stuff, which I'm all for that, too. Because, hey, man, you check my background, you're going to know that that dude ain't no terrorist, you know? But if I was, I'm just saying here, but if you're a terrorist, you already have no value for life whatsoever. Correct? Correct. 
So if you have no value for life, wouldn't you, if shoes is an issue, I don't know what the deal is. They put C4 in shoes or what's the deal? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know, know how you, what, how you what, blow up a shoe. What, I, don't, I have what no do idea you do with a shoe. But you know, if I was a terrorist and I have no value for life like that, then why wouldn't I fill my kids shoes full of whatever? Because they don't have to take theirs off. They don't have to be scanned. They don't have no. Or I'll take my parents through, and we'll just put everything on them, right? Because they don't have to either. That don't make any sense to me. Hey man, nothing about that. I'm home. getting upset here. You, I mean, I'm just saying. You're working yourself up. I, I'm lathering. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't work yourself up. I mean, man, it just uh, that kind of stuff. The inconsistency of it across this country just makes absolutely no sense. You go like, just like Deanna and I, we just got back from a cruise. All right. That's right. We leave the cruise ship to come home and we go to the airport and they look at me. Now, this, I guarantee you, this is just Fort Lauderdale and these cruise areas that have it all the time but they tell oh no you can't check in until three hours before your right. your, your flight now is that is it that way everywhere or is it that way just because there's so many people that leave those boats early and have nothing to do but hang out yeah and they don't want to deal with all of their crap yeah just hanging out <laughs> for five hours or whatever so that's a rule there well man you know i I guess we should have rolled that into planes trains automobiles and ships (laughs) that's right it's travels travel travels travel you know we've done uh, we've done a couple uh, cruise we've done uh, cruises personally and we've done cruises professionally um you know doing doing some gigs we were on the an Alabama cruise ship not too long ago with the Alabama and Craig Morgan and all that and having a good time. And uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's another mode of travel. We got another uh, big hunk of travel coming up this year where we're going to uh, Gestad, Switzerland. Switzerland, that's... That, I've might already, be train, that might be trains, planes, and automobiles, too. I have heard already that, uh, actually, as of yesterday, I heard that when we land in Zurich, we have a about a three-hour bus ride to get to Gestad, and it's shoulder-to-shoulder rammed, packed in this bus. Awesome. I can't wait. I live for it. I will hold a chicken just to ride on that bus. (laughs) I can't wait. No, it won't be like that, I'm sure. Uh, so then, then there's always border crossings. Something else that nobody thinks about is when you go in from United States to Canada or United States to Europe or anywhere in Europe, uh, right? Flying or bus. Um, you go in the United States to Canada. We've had good crossings we've had bad crossings i know you've dealt with that more because you were a driver for so long right um most most of the time it's been pretty smooth it's just um hey if you're looking for a bad time you're gonna find one you know that's what i found out you you know if you're nice to people they'll be pretty much nice to you um but i've you know we don't have that much 
problems with border crossing. But our last time going up into Canada, you know, we sit sit there for a couple hours just you know, waiting. But, you know, for the most part, it's not too bad. I don't understand all the difference between immigration and customs and going into one office to the other office. But, you know, it's I'm sure it's all to do with security. Well, security and and them, I'm sorry, but them uh, sticking their hand out. Well, and what does it sticking have to do? Sticking their hand out and wanting a piece of money that, that they shouldn't, that they're not, uh, they shouldn't be getting, but because they say so, we got to give it to them. And another thing that I've always wondered about, you know, I, I don't have anything like this in my background, but we've toured with some people that did have. What does having a DUI 30 years ago have to do with getting into Canada tomorrow? You have any idea? I mean, what seriously. Is, what does that have to do with, with anything? Does it have anything to do with uh, you need to get a certain so, uh, kind of uh, form filled out and there's a fee? $100 fee for that? It might have something to do with that. Uh, is it interesting that the word fee seems to be behind everything when you go to cross the border? I know it. You know. You well, wait a minute. How many pounds do you have of that? Well, there's a fee for that. Oh, wait a minute. You want to take some of your T-shirts and your uh, pictures and your uh, CDs across the border and sell to the people? Oh, well, there's a fee for that. Right. They got their hand out. Do you have the correct forms for this? Do you have the correct for that? Oh, wait. There's a fee for that. That's it. It appears that that's all the border. If there's a problem with the border crossing, it's just because they're trying to get more fees out of you. Right. Well, that's um, that that is, I think that's a, that's the case, man. They just. I mean, I hate to say all that, but man, I'm sorry. Um, that's just absurd. You know. Now I guess they're thinking, hey, man, you're going to travel on our roads uh, that our taxpayers have paid for right and you're going to come up here and work in our places you know in our uh, businesses and take jobs from our people then we want a piece of it well they get it they get it going coming up there man you know we got to we got to broker all of our gear in there's a fee for that there's all kinds of there's all kinds of things to to have you know travel to traveling abroad especially you know uh, george is getting upset (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but you know um, it's just uh, it's it's all it's all stemmed around that money like you say and it's in insecurity I, I understand all that it's just the times we live in these days you know but pre-9-11 you know i don't think it was that that difficult at all going up into you know canada or anything like that no but, i can remember man before before that i can remember us coming like uh coming back into the states from canada they wouldn't even wake me up don't even get off a bus yeah I've, no they didn't even wake you up yeah they just, we've done it before woke up and we're at casino rama you know yeah you just you just yeah, you're there. there yeah you know it never even wake you up coming and going i mean but boy not anymore no well that's you know planes trains and automobiles hey man i'm into it i mean it, i'm fine for the security end of it uh, i am totally fine for that uh, I don't want anybody in this country of ours that's a bad guy and wanting to 
do something stupid and blow somebody up or no, something up. I, I don't want nobody here, and I don't want nobody in Canada doing it either. No, and I don't want to sit nobody that even thinks like that. Man, just uh, I say put them in Guantanamo Bay. Oh, wait a minute. That the next close now or trying to our wonderful president wants to close that place well he said that for eight years oh my god don't get me started hey we've already covered that but we're we're getting ready to do another one there's way more to cover on him it's uh, yeah there's a (laughs) it's starting to heat up now so let's talk about uh what's your you know for me my least favorite traveling is when we're on the bus going through mountains i hate going through mountains it jacks with my head it jacks with my ears i can't sleep uh i get feared for my life sometimes well, because drivers yeah i mean it's it feels in the bus like hey man these guys have forgotten how much we weigh <laughs> you know well it's uh you know, being a, a driver, you know, I drove tractor trailer also for years and years and years. And, you know, buses and tractor trailers, they're heavy vehicles. They're dependent on, you know, they got air brake systems on there. So I'm, I am, I am double super wary of, you know, making sure those systems are up and going and are really good before you go into the mountains. Um, Cause that man, you, you, your whole life is dependent on, you know, 120 pounds of air, uh, you know, with those air brake system. That's, that's the whole deal with that. And especially nowadays with all of us uh, pulling these trailers that got tons of weight in yeah. those trailers. And, you know, um, is it, didn't I, isn't it the truth that the first thing that they do is disable the brakes on the trailers? On those trailers, because they're so far behind you that you can't tell if there's a problem. You know, you could have a brake. You could be on fire back there. You could be on fire and you, and you wouldn't know, know it until you see orange flame in your mirror. Right. So they, uh, they disable those things because so you, you're just not close enough. So to, they disable the brakes on those trailers. So you're back to the brakes on the bus. Have got to stop a trailer, have too. Have got to stop all of that. And right. Buddy. Um, and some of these drivers, man, uh, they don't, uh, they're not scared at all of just running 80 miles an hour. Oh, man. And which is insane. It's You know, we, we have a, Dana and I, we have a uh, app. That we can sit back there in the back lounge and kind of see exactly what's going on as far as like speed, speed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can. Well, I, a lot of times I'll lay in the bunk and I'll pull out my phone. Let me see where we're at. You know, you bring up Google yeah. Maps or whatever and see bring where you're at. Bring up the map. You see how high you are as far as the altitude. You can see how fast we're going. Right. And it's like you know somebody needs to go knock somebody in the head, man, dude. Snap out of it. Right. Wake up. Also. Ugh. Well, it's just um, planes, trains, automobiles, and buses, and ships. We've got to roll all that stuff in there. Well, just so you know, if you're riding on a bus and you're going to go to sleep, be sure that your head is toward the back of the bus. Right. Don't ever put your head toward the front. Um, That's clue number one. So you don't break your neck if he has to get on the brakes. (laughs) Clue number two... uh, the bathroom is only for number one. <laughs> yeah, you can't do. You I mean you could do number two, you but can. It, it's a it's a problem. It, it, you can. It's just immediately a problem it's that a, has to be dealt with. So just don't do it. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of buses that have what's called eviscerators on them. 
that's so you can do that number two, but uh, a lot of them don't. We haven't been eviscerated. No, we just don't do it. <laughs> we just don't do it. Just that simple. Go up to the driver and say, "Hey, man, <laughs> I need to stop. I need to stop." That's just, you know, and he's cool. He'll do yeah. it. Oh, he'll do it either way. He'll do it either way. <laughs> and there's a lot of times where you just can't wait, and you've got to stop now. Yeah. So it happens. It happens. Not often. That's but. some of that glorious travel. Where and you know, here's the other thing: the way that we travel and the way that people in this in our business, this music business, travel. You go everywhere and don't see anything. No, that's why you got to go take a vacation to go see something. Yeah. Um, There's a few things you see. Don't get me wrong. There there are a few things that. Uh, you might be somewhere pretty cool and end up with a day off and you go, seriously, really? I mean, that's happened to us like up in Rapid City before and we've got to go over and see right. Mount Rushmore. Right. Well, speaking of that, I know you took a big car trip this past year with my nephew, your son. I did. Jacob, and you guys flew out west and rented a car and come in to drive in all over the place. Woo. Now, first thing I want to know <laughs> is how did you possibly drive more than 20 miles without taking a nap well, i know you can't go from here to nashville without pulling over and taking a small well, I might, nap might need a little siesta uh here and there but uh <laughs> that's the truth man that is the truth and i understand that but i somehow or another i was able to uh, pull it together and uh i got in that rent a car i got in uh, we flew to vegas and got a rent a car and I commenced to putting 1,800 miles on that rental car in a, what, seven-day seven period, eight-day period. How many Diet Cokes or Diet Mountain Dews oh, were they consumed <laughs> a lot to stay awake <laughs> for 1,800 miles? I didn't say I drove all night any of those times. I just yeah. said I, we did drive, but uh, we that was a heck of a trip, man. We... Uh, Started in Vegas and spent some time in Vegas and then went up to Sequoia National Park and then went up to Yosemite. Did you drive through a tree? I didn't drive through a tree. We did. Well, I did go through a tree in the tour van, but I didn't drive through the tree, but I rode through the tree. Uh, Then we went up to Yosemite and saw that park and that was just unbelievable and then we drove over to san francisco and saw um went to alcatraz and went all up and down lumbar street yep the twisty all those crazy 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 roads in in san francisco and went across the golden gate bridge and all that and then we drove down to uh carmel california down in there and went to Clint Eastwood's uh, yeah, golf to... course, went to his restaurant, uh, met great friend uh, Jeff Weimer down there. and uh, Right, right. Got to hang with him a little bit. And, uh, and then went, drove over to Bakersfield and went to Buck Owens' place over there. Took our picture on Merle Haggard Street and, uh, and the big Bakersfield sign right. that's there. Uh, Dwight Yoakam area there yeah, too. Yeah, did all that and and then uh, drove back over to Vegas and hung a little bit more in Vegas and then flew home. It was an incredible trip. Just 
father and son and buddy we had wasn't really on any schedule and it was just taking thousands of pictures and and just doing some things we went to the grand canyon and uh, hoover dam and all that stuff and i mean just just a really incredible trip but drove i put about 1800 miles on that rental car that's awesome, man. And stayed awake for the whole time. I was awake for most of it, yeah. Did he drive any at all? Uh, he might have got uh, about 200 miles in toward the end. I drove most all of it, and I'm not bragging whatsoever. <laughs> it just worked out that way. <laughs> well, it's hey, man, sitting in, a, sitting in a saddle is hard driving down the road. Sometimes, and, man, it's... Uh, it's hard to do that. It's tough for me because, man, I... Uh, I don't know what happens, but I get the old white line fever. Well, you know that uh, watching those white lines, it's almost it's hypnotic. Whew. You know, if you sit there and it hey, will you're lull a guy, you man. to sleep, you can sit there for hours. Don't well, sit by you to at could. all. I used to could. Well, probably not not as much as I used to anymore. But um, I um, I always you know listen to the radio or I'm sitting there thinking about something or I sing going down the road. I do all kinds of weird stuff to stay awake. Mostly listening to the radio. Really loud. Really, uh, not yeah. Sometimes no, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> not necessarily the CB radio. That's one, but also the music radio. Well, I've usually got them both, yeah, that, both pumping. The CB radio that kind of was cool in 1978. Well, it's a tool in a trucker's. It is a tool. Thing. You gotta have it to find out what's going on. Yeah, that's a fact. Because a man, you know, getting in them truck stops. That's that's. That's a whole other story. Find trying to find a place to park, and yeah. it's a pain. It's a pain, I tell you. But hey, it's something we got to do. I know we've done it. We're proud of it. We're gonna do it some more. We'll do it some more. We're experts at it. Continue to be experts. Been in. Uh, I have been in every state. I have, uh, of course, had to fly to Hawaii and Alaska, but uh, have been there. We've played in every state. Uh, played in several other countries, uh, those being like uh, Korea and Germany and uh, Japan and Brazil. And uh, I'm sure there's some others there that I'm not remembering, but uh, about to add Switzerland to that this about year. About to add it, yeah, more planes. That's uh, right. Yeah. So, We're you know looking what? forward to it. Yeah, it'll be. It's uh it's great and some great experiences. Um a lot of time away from home. Um well, that's just a uh, part of it. That of is course. that is the uh, downfall of the glamorous life is you got to there is a trade-off. Uh when you travel so much and it is, you know, sometimes it's got to do with family and a lot of people lose their family out on the road. Yeah. But we're we've been fortunate, so that's a that's a good thing. A good so. thing. So have we uh, have we covered travel? We've covered as much as we can think of. You know, we got so much travel experience, you know, but it's, it's hard to get it all in, you know, 30 or 40 minutes. I know it's interesting. You talk to different ones that do it, and everybody's got stories. Everybody's yeah. got uh, nightmares. Everybody's got, whether it be from airports and airlines. Airlines are, I got to say, airlines are the cruelest They'll cancel a flight on you and you in air. They don't care. They could care less of your schedule. They could care right. less. They are worried about their schedule and they're worried about security and safety. And, buddy, they don't care about nothing else. 
and it's we have had flights cancel uh and we're in the plane and <laughs> uh we had one I, I, I will end with this because this is so incredible we were flying from los angeles to uh, uh vancouver and we had a stop in las vegas okay and we had left the acm uh uh music awards and we had a show that night in Vancouver opening for Alan Jackson. Well, we had a stop, a layover in Vegas, but we were on the same plane. Our The plane we were on is the one that was going to Vancouver. Right. But it had a stop. Well, we get to, we get to Vegas and they said, uh, if, if you folks that are going on to Vancouver with us, We'll go ahead and deplane. Take your stuff and deplane. We've got uh, plane. The cleaners are going to come through and do a quick clean, and then we'll let you right back on. Okay. We get off the plane, and as we're walking off the plane, they are changing the number of that plane that flight and when we got off into the airport in vegas they said oh that plane's already gone your flight already left we said no it hasn't we just walked off of it oh no that plane's going to so and so a dirty trick so all they did was trick us to get us off that plane right and then oh your flight's already gone we ended up having to lease a jet to get to Vancouver to do that show because there was no more flights to Vancouver. Now, what happened there? There wasn't, I'm sure there wasn't enough seats sold and we're not flying all the way to Vancouver with these fewest seats. Right. So we're just bagging that flight. Had nothing to do with weather. We were in the middle of spring. Had nothing to do with weather. Had nothing to do with anything. They just didn't want to go on to Vancouver because they didn't have enough seats booked. Just money. So that cost us an extra $10,000 to get us up there to Vancouver to play that night. Just because that airline, uh, which was America West, I might add, which I think is out of business now, go figure. <laughs> That'll teach them. Go figure. Well. So anyway, uh, that is the wonderful world of music and travel and travel <laughs> to the best of our opinion which is pretty much on point all the time i mean it pretty much is because you know we're professionals we're professionals this is uh, this is what I mean, we do this you, is a twisted pair podcast you can trust what we say because we're professionals that's right speaking of that please go to uh the twisted you can check out all the podcasts uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Twitter. We're on uh, we're on Facebook. All you got to do is just go to the Twisted Pair, the Twisted Pair Podcast.com. We've got all kind of subjects that you need to hear. Let me tell you, everything reaching from immigrations, guns, all the way from food to travel. All of them are there and more to come. Oh, yeah. We're just scratching the surface. We haven't even, we just barely a scratch. That's right. 
So all you got to do is just jump on the Twisted Pair Podcast dot com. They're all there for you. And if you go to, we're on iTunes. Just go there, subscribe. As soon as you subscribe, you immediately know every time we put a new episode up. Have a good week, friend. Thank you. You too, as well, brother. Brother yes, Tony. Have a good week. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. All right, bye.